Hello, and welcome to Curiosity Kill the Cat. I'm your host, Sarah, and this episode is going to be all about my neighbor, Totoro. Um, I have been getting into the Studio Ghibli movies lately, uh, specifically probably like the last six-ish months or so. I'm dipping my toes into Kiki's delivery service, getting into Howl's Moving Castle, but there's just something about my neighbor, Totoro, that just really does it for me. Um, this movie is precious, just like Kiki's Delivery Service. And um, it's this uh, father uh, who's taking care of his two daughters. The mom is in the hospital dealing with some kind of, some kind of an illness. And um, they're moving into a new house. And so these two little girls, uh, we have Sotsky and May, uh, and they just have this beautiful time discovering the house. They find these little soot gremlin things that uh, if anybody saw the Studio Ghibli um, Lucasfilm collaboration with Grogu, it's Grogu meditating and it has a couple of these little um, these little soot gremlin uh, dust bunny creatures that start playing with him. And um, anyways, they're all over their house and the movie opens up and you have them in this tiny little moving truck. The girls are in the back underneath like a desk and they're eating caramels and it's just so fucking whimsical. These movies are so gentle and sweet and full of whimsy and um they just have struck a chord with me and I am I'm definitely going to be one of those obnoxious Studio Ghibli fans. I actually I don't know if the fans are obnoxious or not. I just know that I'm probably going to be obnoxious cuz at some point I will be getting into Howl's Moving Castle. Um I watched The Princess uh I think it's Mononoke with um my oldest son, and he really liked it. That one tripped me out a little bit too much. Um, we, me and my kids, we started um, Spirited Away. That was the first one we tried to like wa tried to watch. Uh, we got to the part where the per the parents turn into pigs, and we were like, you know what? Let's come back to this. We'll like try this one again. So then I like moved on to Kiki's delivery service and Howl's Moving Castle and Totoro. And, um, I want to say, I don't know, like a couple weeks ago, me and the boys actually finished Spirited Away. So I have a few more watches of that one before I'll do a Spirited Away episode if I do one. Uh, but I will definitely be doing a Howl's Moving Castle episode. This was almost going to be the Howl episode, but, um, I just feel like I know this movie by heart now. And even though I've probably watched Howl's Moving Castle a little bit more than Totoro, um, that movie is so wildly weird and beautiful. And there's so many ins and outs and what have yous that like, um, I'll save that for, for, uh, an episode further down the road. But, um, this movie specifically Totoro is, I don't know. I have a little sister and it's just me and my little sister and we're three and a half years apart and just seeing these two girls interact the way that they do they actually get along quite better than me and my sister or I did with my sister I was kind of a brat um but it's just you know 
that's that's something that I can relate to in this movie. And when I was little, um, there was a point in my sister and I's lives where um, our dad took care of us during the day, did our lunch, all that stuff while our mom um, was at work. So, you know, I this like dynamic that they have is really, um, you know, I feel it. I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my soul. I feel it in my heart. Um, and just the way, like I said, these two girls interact with each other. Um, it's just delightful. And so in the, uh, the English version, the 2004 version, I believe is what's on HBO max. That's where I've been watching all of these. Um, Sotsky is played by Dakota Fanning and May is played by Elle Fanning. And I think that's really cute. And it really adds to the movie because you have two sisters acting the two sisters. I don't know. I just think it's delightful and just really sweet. And so uh, the girls, their dad is a professor at the university. Mom's sick at the hospital. And um, when they first move in, they meet uh, this lady that they're going to call Granny. And she is the neighbor. There's a little boy who lives next door. His name is Kanto, I think. Um, Kanta, I think. I think that's what it is. Kanta, not Kanto. Um I get him and Tombo from Kiki's Delivery Service confused um, a little bit. So um, he comes over and delivers a cake and he like doesn't really say anything to Sotsky and like he just pushes this cake towards her and like runs away and he's like, hey, you, your house is haunted. And then the grandma's like, stop it. And I don't know. I loved it. She reminded me. Um, a little bit of my grandma, especially when like she's with the girls and they're eating vegetables and the granny is like, I bet your mom would like get better a lot faster if she's had some of granny's vegetables with like all the sunshine and vitamins and just like, you know, it took me like 30 something years to appreciate vegetables and actually like like them and know how to make them, you know, to where they taste good. This granny is like, describing raw vegetables and they sound so delightful and so good and the girls are eating cucumbers and anyways it all ties into when may takes off to go bring corn to her mom at the hospital um but before we get to that um the like the best thing about this movie are like the little creature critters that like pop up the little mini Totoro's um May sees one and it kind of has this like sort of translucent um uh vibe to it and um I don't know it, the sounds the the sounds and the music in this movie are really great um and there's just like these really whimsical noises when they pop up like when the girls end up on the little metal spinner thing um and they fly up in the sky with the big Totoro it's really cute so Anyways, they get settled into the house, take a bath with dad, pass out, and um, Sotsky's off to school. And she's really cute because she's a proper older sister and she's making everybody lunches and breakfast and like, who I had to take a sip of a sip of my blue moon because all of my big sister stuff came flooding back to me. So they're being super cute all around the new house, chasing after the little soot gremlins, uh, getting the water started. Um, then they go on this magical bike ride to the hospital where they go see their mom. Um, and like, I don't know. It's just, it's, these movies are so sweet. There's just this 
graceful sweetness to like everything that happens within them, especially in this one. Um, you know, they it really does show the struggles of the girl of the girls having a hard time with their mom not being there. Um, you know, even though their dad's taking care of them just fine, it's still it's just I don't know. It's the humanity within it is just lovely just lovely. And the mom, you know, they, they finally get to the hospital and Sotsky's letting her mom brush her hair. And, um, you know, I don't know, May's just being cute. And, um, I don't know. I just love it. It's perfect. Um, and then, then the next day, that's when we have May or Sotsky making lunch for everybody. She made May a special little lunchbox for herself so she could feel special. And um, as soon as she leaves for school, May starts wandering around the house. And that's when we get the little tiny little uh, almost invisible looking Totoro. And she follows that thing all throughout the house with her little um, with her little lunchbox attached to her. Um, she is the most precious, tiny little cartoon child, like, of all time. Um, and anyways, like, the butterflies are just, like, always following her. And, um, anyways, she sees this little thing, um, leaving acorns everywhere. She tries to follow it underneath the house, and it goes under the house before she could get under there. And like I said, the little butterflies are, like, always around her, and it's super cute. And so, um... Next thing you know, there's not one, but there's two tiny little Totoro creatures. <laughs> and one is blue and it has like a little sack of acorns that's like dropping them everywhere. And um, she eventually uh, follows them through the trees, um, through this little kind of tunnel. My sons call it a portal, um, which is really cute. Like, I didn't really think my kids would like this movie all this much or like they, they just... I watched so much Kiki's Delivery Service that they make fun of me for it. So when I started to watch this movie a lot more, I thought that the same thing was going to happen. And no, they're super sweet. And they've asked to like put this on and it's really cute. So I'm happy that the three of us have this. We have a lot of movies that we all watch together just fine without like one person being like, oh, I don't want to watch this. Like the older they get, the harder it's getting to triangulate like all three of us to like like the same thing and so this is like really magical because you know sisters brothers whatever um put yourself in in anybody could put their put themselves in May's shoes or in Sotsky's shoes um and I think that's beautiful and it's wonderful and anyway so she goes down the little portal through the tree and there's this big giant fluffy just butterflies everywhere this big beautiful creature cat-like thing and um may starts hopping on it and jumping on it and it's precious and um she figures out his name which i was reading um his name comes from her mispronouncing the word troll somehow um she was reading like the the three the billy goat book remember that one um and she just kind of figured that he must be a troll, I guess. And so Totoro is like troll, like she mispronounced it. Anyways, she does what any sane person would do. She lies on this creature's tummy and then falls asleep and takes a 
big ass nap, okay? Like, literally, who wouldn't? This, he looks like you should pay this creature money to take a nap on his big belly. Just sitting on it. Could you imagine just, like, being on a big, giant, fluffy creature that takes nice, big breaths and you just lie there as it breathes and you just fall asleep? Perfection. Perfect. I'd imagine that's what, like, maybe, like, falling asleep on a dragon would be like. I don't know. I don't know why I brought up a dragon. I was thinking about Daenerys and, like, the Game of Thrones books and how, like, different it is than the show because she's still, like she still hasn't come to Westeros in the books. And in the book, she's just like stuck on this big rock with Drogon. And she has like nothing to do all day pretty much. And she just kind of like sleeps and naps like with him. So I just was getting like Daenerys Drogon vibes with like May and Totoro. I don't know. I Maybe I should. I probably need a Game of Thrones House of the Dragon break, but I won't be taking it anytime soon. So anyways, it's super cute. I think my favorite thing about the Totoro is his funny teeth. He's got these big ass like um, chiclet looking teeth, which is super cute. And so anyways, um, she falls asleep and it's like, it's totally, um, it's giving the lion, the witch and the wardrobe. Okay. When, um, Lucy comes back and she's like, oh my God, like, did you guys like, were you wondering where I've been for so long? And everybody's like, we were just playing hide and go seek. What are you talking about? And she's like, I've been gone for hours. And they were like, you are tripping. You were hiding for like seconds. That's what this is giving. And I love it. I love it so much because May finds her or uh, her older sister finds her sleeping on the ground, not on Totoro. And the next or not the next day, but in that moment, May is trying to show them where she went, how to get there. And no matter what she does, almost, almost on the verge of nightmarish, like she keeps popping out at, like she keeps going in the spot that she knew she went to and then popping back out again, um, in this like little bit of a circle. So anyways, and then they see this big, beautiful tree with a little shack and like the dad is so cute. He's telling them like, you know, about the forest spirits and how you should respect them. And if the Totoro wants to be seen, he'll be seen. And it's like, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's just beautiful. So, um, uh, let's see, what do we have next? I think we have, uh, school. Yeah, we have, um, Kanta. I think it's Kanta. We have the little boy, like, wondering about Sotsky. We have, um, May had a little fit at home and granny brought her to the school, which like, I just love it. Like as an older sister, Sotsky's like, <laughs> yeah, my little sister doesn't go to the school, but can she like hang out for a little while? And like, it's so cute. Cause like the teacher's next thing you see is like the teacher has, um, has May in between Sasuke and her friend with like crayons and some paper. And, you know, I don't know. It's just really sweet. You know, she had a, May had a sad day. She missed her mom, Mr. Sister, Mr. Dad. And, um, you know, so granny brought her to the school. And I think that was, I think that was the right move. I really do. I really do. Um, and next thing we know, it's raining like cats and dogs, which like, let me just tell you, 
It doesn't rain too often here in San Diego, but we've been going through like some stormy weather. Like it feels like Camino from Star Wars. Um, and it's just been a really like nice change of pace. Usually the winters are just like long and dry and just like cold and gray. And like for us San Diegans, that's like not good for our bodies and for our brains and for our hearts. We need, we need that Californian sunshine to just keep going, you know, and, uh, you don't get too much of it in the winter. And, um, long story short, it's raining. It's like, it's crazy raining. Like when I say Camino, I mean like it is like Camino from Star Wars. Anyways, so in the movie, it starts raining and, um, Conta's really sweet. He sees the two girls at this little stop. They go by this, um, this little like statue and they say like, like, may we come in here, like, come in here, sir. They say something like that. And, um, um, he lets them use his umbrella and it's really, and he does the thing again where he's like not talking. He just like hands it over. Um, but anyways, so the girls think that, um, their dad's probably going to be home and he's not home. Uh, he's not at the first bus. The girls go take the umbrella back. Um, and anyways, uh, it's still raining like crazy and, um, eventually May gets really sleepy and, you know, being the older sister, she, Satsuki puts her up on her back and she falls asleep and passes out. And as it's still raining like crazy, um, they have their umbrella that they're using and then they have an extra one for their dad for when he shows up. Uh, but who shows up? None other than the Totoro. And he has this tiny little leaf on the top of his head. And he like looks down at them and he looks straight ahead. And it's just like the most perfect nonverbal character of all time. And um, anyways, he sees the girls and um, Satsuki's like, here, have this umbrella. And she's like, you put it over your head and it takes it, it, you know, keeps the rain out of your face. And he was delighted by it and uh, jumps up and down and he makes his roaring sound. And dude, the first time I watched this like properly and all the way through, I was not prepared. I was not prepared. A fucking cat bus, a cat bus, a bus that is a cat. What? And not even that, the cat that's the bus, the lights are rats. So the red lights are rats. They're rat eyes. I'm, I was floored. I was too stunned to speak. I was like, what is this? How can I go aboard the cat bus? Where do I get my ticket for the fuzzy fucking cat bus? Anyways, brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. So perfect. He gets on that bus, <clears throat> umbrella and all, and uh, that's it. And just the way the animation is, to see it rolling through the hills, uh, we come back to the cat bus at the end when um, Sasuke goes to find May. It's just, I just don't know what to tell you. This movie's just beautiful. So anyways, dad was on the next bus. He just missed the cat bus. Um, <clears throat> and anyways, <clears throat> they go back home and I forgot, um... Uh, the Totoro gave Satsuki a little pouch full of acorns and seeds. And um, they send their mom a little letter telling them what happened. And, um, you know, they plant their 
plant the acorns and this next part like is one of the most whimsical aspects of this whole movie the girls wake up in the middle of the night and they see this little parade uh of the three Totoros. I think that's you know I, I think that's just the name of the one but I'm gonna call all of the things that like it a Totoro um the little white one the little blue one and 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 the big boy uh they they come out and they start doing this little dance and a little chant under the moonlight and the seeds start growing and growing and growing and growing and let me tell you like if you've ever gardened or like planted a seed and it's actually grown it is like mind-blowing um like it's probably not the smartest idea to like plant in the fall and in the winter but like I figured with San Diego being not like the coldest city I could probably pull it off and like I planted some lettuce seeds and some spinach seeds and some like sage seeds and like thyme and like I've like bought plenty of plants before like at like the nursery and like tried to grow them at home like already like ready to go like I bought like the lettuce that's already sprouted you know tomato plants that already have little tomatoes on them but they've never quite fully taken and like stayed and so it just seems like okay well it's like the ones that I've like planted from seed seem to have like excelled more than the ones that I bought already sprouted. So like it just made me super happy. Like every time I, I go outside and I see my plants and I see my little garden, I'm like, that all came from a tiny fucking seed, a little tiny baby seed. And it turned into something completely different. <clears throat> So that's why I think this part is super cute because like they're just wanting the freaking little seeds to grow and they're growing like crazy. And the next thing you know, all of the fucking, um, the, the little trees growing up turn into this really, really big tree and they, they go, um, um, but, oh, before they get to the top of the tree, um, the Totoro has this like metal looking top little spinner thing. And again, with like the music and the sounds during this part of the movie are just perfection, chef's kiss. Um, then they go for a fucking ride. They just go for a ride on this spinning thing. They plop onto the, onto Totoro's belly and they just go. And he's got the umbrella and it's the most majestic freaking thing in the world. I dare you to watch it and not be feel the magic of this scene the power of it even the dad looks outside and he's like oh there's a full moon oh a, like a true dad doesn't notice a brand new tree that's grown in the yard um anyways the, the 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 icing on the cake is the girls at the top of the tree with the little toad rows and they're all playing the little the gourd flute it, they're like these little flutes made out of these gourd looking things. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's everything. It's everything. It's everything. Um, moving on. The girls think mom's coming home for the weekend. Bad news. She's not coming home for the weekend. I need to stop clapping because this is a podcast. Um, mom has a cold. But the girls don't know that it's just a cold. They get a note from the hospital and then they are like just desperate to 
get this message to their dad. They go to the neighbor's house, uh, to Granny's house, use the phone, tell dad what's up. So he's going straight to the hospital. And um, May and... uh, um, oh, Oh, hold on, though. Before that, we get the beautiful vegetable scene where Granny's like, all my vegetables have sunshine fucking soaked inside of them, full of love and light and laughter. You know what I mean? Just like selling me on the vegetables. Um, And uh, yeah, that's when they get the note. And so May gets sad. She has the corn and she kind of runs off. Sotsky by herself goes to the neighbor's house, calls dad. Um, lets him know, like, what's up, and um, uh, eventually May and Sotsky get into this little, uh, they get into a little bit of a fight, and they are depressed as fuck. So, like I said, this movie does a beautiful job showing a great emotional range. It shows what these girls are going through, even though they have love and support from people right there with them, you know, they still miss their mom, and you know, bad news affects people. It just does. You can't say that it doesn't. Um, no matter how mindful you are or whatever, mind over matter, whatever people like to say. Um, so the girls are bummed. They're sad. Not cool. And, um, yeah, eventually May and Sotsky get in a fight. And there's a part where, like, May goes, she's so mean. And she, like, throws her head back and, like, as an older sister, I felt, I was like, okay, I see every time I've been mean to my little sister and I am sorrowful for it. Like, honestly, um, you know, it's just, I love stories like this because it just, it really, um, I don't know, maybe it helps you be a little more forgiving with yourself, you know, whatever. Anyways, She's determined to get the corn to her mom, but she takes off and then nobody can find her. Granny can't find her. Everybody comes out looking for her. They find a sandal. It's not her sandal. Granny thought for sure it was her sandal. And then one of the guys was like super condescending and was like, oh no, there's Granny again getting excited. And it was like, whoa, there's a little girl that's missing here. You know, some people are going to be a little excited. So Sotsky you know, she's like, fuck this. I'm going to the Totoro. Okay. That's, you know, that's not my sister's sandal. Nobody's going to do jack squat. So she goes, she goes, she goes through the portal. She goes through the, the different dimension into the Totoro world. And she's like, bro, can you help me find my sister? And he's like, no problem. He takes her up to the top of the tree (laughs) with his big teeth. And he puffs and puffs and calls the cat bus. Uh, that's a little rhyming for you there that I did not mean to do intentionally. Um, yeah, so the bus comes and scoops her up and is like, I can take you to your sister. And it does. It does. Oh, um, so she finds, um, she eventually finds May. She says she's sorry. They're both sorry. And she gets, um, uh, she gets in the bus, but before that happens, she's holding the corn and she like, she's like, Sotsky! And just, it's so sad because it's like, she's so little. But then it's not too sad because immediately we get Mr. Catbus coming into town, scooping her up and uh, taking them to 
the hospital where the girls watch over their mom and their dad from a tree. They leave the corn with a little message for their mom, you know, and um, the mom goes, I know it sounds crazy, but I swear I just saw the girls up in the tree. And the dad, rather than like saying like, no wonder why you're in this hospital. No, none of that. He fucking validates her and is like, you know, that really doesn't sound that crazy because guess what? The corn is in the windowsill and I think it said for mom or something like that. Um, So he's like, yeah, maybe you did. Maybe you did. And she did. And like, come on. Like, what do you do with that? It's so cute. It's so damn cute. So anyways, um, they come back home. Granny is like grateful. She's hugging them. And um, we see the uh, the four of them, the little boy, Satsuki, May, and Granny, going back to the house. And then we get the little, little Totoros up in the tree playing their beautiful little flute, their little gourd flutes, just being as precious as ever. And um, one thing I want to get into is the opening credits and the ending credits. Talk about, like... <clears throat> I don't know if anybody could relate to this, but like back, back in like the preschool kindergarten days, there was like something inside of me as like a five, six year old that knew that school was not going to be like this forever. Like this was like fun school and eventually school was not going to be fun. (laughs) Like I just... I knew that and I think other kids like knew that too. And so like, I don't know, between like preschool and kindergarten, it's just such like a a whimsical time in the classroom. I don't know how to describe it. And like these cr- opening and ending credit scenes just give me, it's giving me preschool, it's giving me kindergarten, it's giving me, um, it, it's got like Halloween, especially the opening credits. You got like little, um, yeah, you have a little beetle, a salamander, uh, that looks like a fucking death moth. Anyways, a little black cat. So very kind of, it's just, I don't know. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And so in the ending credits, you see a little taxi pull up and mom is home and it shows the girls running out to um, hug her and greet her. Um, then you got them in the bath together with mom. And then you got the girls just playing with a bunch of different friends. You got the Totoros hanging out, throwing leaves around and, um, lots of May running around with friends, granny. Oh, there's actually a big white Totoro with some polka dots on its belly. That's cool. And, um... And uh, mom reading to the girls in bed. And then that's it. So that's that's my neighbor Totoro. Um, I can't explain how much I love this movie. Um, Kiki's Delivery Service is my number one girl. That's my number one Studio Ghibli movie um, forever and always. But I feel like this one is number two. Um, Howl's Moving Castle is constantly like going back and forth. I fucking love house moving castle so um i i don't have to really rank anything um i try not to do that so much anymore like the other day i was like what are my favorite star wars movies like what's my ranking and i was like i don't even think i have one right now 
Like before I could answer that question pretty easily, but like, yeah, but I would say for now, um, this movie most definitely has a very special place, a very special place in my heart. Um, I love that my boys ended up liking this movie. Um, it's just cute. Like when my son asked to put it on the other night, I was like, hell yeah, I will put on Totoro. We can watch Totoro. So, um, that's it. That's the episode. Um, I will most likely be doing a Howl's Moving Castle episode, um, at some point here. Um, I keep thinking about starting a Patreon and maybe doing some, some like bonus episodes on there. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. We'll see what's up with that. But, um, for now, this is where you can find everything. Um, I do want to get into the, um, finale of Willow. So keep in, keep an ear out for that. I might have a, a Willow finale ending soon. My last episode, I did the finale finally for House of the Dragon Dragon about, I don't know, months and months after the finale uh, aired. Um, but that's okay. You know what I mean? I'm just taking my time one step at a time with the podcast this year, taking it, taking it footloose and fancy free. Um, so anyways, so for all my studio Ghibli, you know, friends and fans and whatnot out there, I, I get it. I wish it didn't take me so long to get into these movies and, and into these beautiful little worlds. So yeah, I believe, uh, I, I don't want to butcher his name, but Hi, Hayao Miyazaki is a genius and, um, is amazing at directing these movies. So, um, I've just, I'm very grateful for that. Grateful for him for making these films. And, um, like I said, just to see the emotions of these little girls and to see like how Kiki goes off on her own. And even in Hell's Moving Castle, you have, um, <clears throat> Sophie who starts out as a young woman and is cursed into an older woman's body and can't tell anybody about it. Um, you see the struggle with that and, um, the acceptance of it eventually. So I just, I love these movies. I wish it didn't take me so long to get into them. So yeah. Um, keep an ear out for some more, some more studio Ghibli stuff because they'll just, uh, I'll just, you know, I'm going to be going spirited away. I'll probably eventually get sucked into that one too. Just like these other three movies. So Anyways, I hope everybody has a wonderful week and is staying healthy, happy, and most of all, safe out there. Thank you for listening.